probably also like make one tool and then they give you these shims so that it fits more specific to the different diameters and stuff like that. Gotcha. Um, so we I don't know. Went, but... We just went live while we were talking because I thought that that would be awesome. Oh, nice. Here <laughs> we are. We're live now. Oh, there it is. <laughs> On the air, you're in the <laughs> So, hey, everybody. Woody and I are talking about stuff. But welcome to the Gospel of Two Wheels where the coffee's hot, the bikes are fast, your comments are ridiculous. There we go. Thank goodness. And uh, sorry about the screw up on scheduling, everybody who showed up yesterday at five. I don't know what happened there. I'm pretty sure I clicked the right buttons for that not to happen. Yeah, yeah, here, there it is. Uh, <laughs> it's impossible to do unless you break it. Unless you get cut by a chainsaw while you're in the woods. I don't right, know. yeah. <laughs> the, uh, which we will be doing tonight. I'm very excited. Uh, let me just say, hey, Lance Frazier, Dylan Luna. Steve Becky Peterson, Nate Skirdla. That is an awesome name. I don't know how to say it. Uh, Dave Brayman, Dustin Dillon, Sandy Smith, Kim Jackson. Scott Copeland, morning from Dallas. What up, Scott? I'm up in McKinney. Yeah. yeah. Rural delinquent. What is up? Scott Phillips, Todd Montgomery. Look at this. Everybody's here. Um, so let's start this thing off. We were talking about pipe blowy Audi equipment. Um <laughs> I, I also while I was playing with everything, I definitely used the word splooge. I was like, that, "This is awesome." I was like, "Yeah." I don't know you officially of call all the dirty crap when it's on the pipe, but I was like, "I'm officially calling it splooge." Oh, it's definitely splooge. Um, and there, so we were talking about these. Uh, Woody has a set that he's working on, but he thinks he got the wrong shims. I'm gonna make a video, a better video about actually how to physically put these on so that you don't blow something up or your eye out or whatever. Um, but I don't know why Mino Racing doesn't make them anymore. But mine, if you can find one, mine have been good for years and have fit every pipe that I've ever come across. Except for, no, it even fit a GPX pipe. It was weird, nice. but it fit. Um, yeah, the ones that I got are the RJS Manufacturing. So if you go to eBay and search currently, that's like the one that comes up. Yeah. Like, the most, I guess, most searched, most used, most purchased, whatever that eBay decides on. But that probably was the one before that. But yeah, I'm sure too many people uh, tried to tell them it was their fault that they got hit in the eyeball by um, by the exhaust flange fly, uh, flying off while right. they were heating it over 100 PSI when it's like, it's probably too hot. Yeah, and yeah. You be <laughs> well, and you gotta, if you, you gotta think like a, <clears throat> like it's going to explode, like you're trying to make it explode. And then, right. and then like reverse engineer, like how to keep that from happening. Um, and it's like, oh. actually, ooh, 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 hold on. Here we go. Just real quick. Why not? This would be fun. Uh, Here we are. Garrett Anderson and Dustin Dillon. No, I don't mess with four stroke pipes. I don't have a kit that would work. This end would work on a four stroke, but this end will not because that diameter that that's replicating is not even close to any four stroke pipe. It's just for two strokes. So I'd have to either build a new one of these. Actually, I got a machinist buddy. I don't know. Four stroke pipes don't get dented nearly as much as two stroke pipes, but, um, real quick. So see that Woody, what I was saying. Yep. The flange flange right there. So what you want to do is and I'll put this up here in just a second. you can wait play elevator music 
Yeah, right. It's a YZ fifty pipe from my child. How old is that thing? Uh it's actually it's a 2016. It's just never been used, or 2019. So, yeah. Um, basically, I'll show you like this. I don't have to do it all, but like. So see how that yeah, Garrett goes. and Dustin, you guys put in 50 bucks each and he's going to be able to have the money to get that tool milled and then he'll be able to uh, do, do some four-stroke pipe. Yeah, super chat. Let's super chat it up. Let's make it happen. So if you put that down below, that's again another problem with four-stroke pipes. They don't always have a flange up here. Sometimes they mm-hmm, do. Mm-hmm. So if you put that below and you tighten this down, it physically can't come off, right? It can't come past that because it's butting up against that. The problem is on this end, on a KTM, so on Yamaha, one more reason Yamaha is good, uh, maybe <laughs> those are like this too, they have this. Nope. <laughs> yeah, so they have this uh, uh, little flange here that you can put this thing below and have a mechanical stop. The, mm. um, so that, and that works good. The other thing you can do though is when this is on here, and again, I won't put it on. You can take a piece of safety wire and tie it from mm. here down yeah, to I like here, that. and then that's a mechanical stop. So if it, if this gives way, it can't blow off. It can't fly. It might make some noise or give you uh, credence to pay attention that right. things are about to go south. <laughs> right, exactly. It might go – and the thing is, I've had – oh, there we go. <laughs> Garrett Anderson just did a super chat for 10 bucks. Yes, thank you very much, Garrett. Anybody else want to kick down some cash and I will get some aluminum milled and we will make a four stroke thing. And Chris Kuttenberg says, cause four strokes are gay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do know about little flanges. I'm not going to lie though. What was funny, like right when you flipped over that YZ pipe and you're like, why are better? I totally was like, obviously I went super phallic. I was like, cool. So that's an uncircumcised penis and KTNs and Churcos are circumcised penises because the flanges have been removed or not. Everything, I was like, everything's I, moved and smooth all the way to the tip. I was like, oh, but I just wanted to make sure the internet knew exactly what was going on in my brain because it's weird. That's it. Because it's a weird place. <laughs> oh, let me see if I missed um yeah bruce kennedy someone because the mina racing is is was a well it's still a company and they're in the u.s and that's probably you're right that's probably why they got banned because it's some lawyer somewhere got a hold of them and the other one's probably made in china so they don't care <laughs> like if someone got hurt because they don't care about little children in mines they don't care about anything <laughs> so, uh woody so what's been going down man you've not been Holy riding crap. your bikes much you've been doing family vacations in yeah. Georgia. Oh my gosh. Yeah, dude. Crazy stuff. So we're trying to downsize the house. There's just a lot of things that we want to do. I want to have a little bit more money. I want to get a new bike. I want to get a new mountain bike. I kind of want to upgrade all the things. And it's like, as we look at savings, it's like, well, shit, that's not going to happen right now. Right. right. Um, and so we're like, we're going to downsize the house, kind of take some of the money that's you know in it. Um, and by doing that, hopefully that allows us to have more savings. Um, and so that's, that's what like all of May was, was just getting the ready to get the house on the market, which if anybody hasn't done that, we haven't moved in 11 years and holy shit, that sucks. Well, you, you just moved like a year and a half ago. So you know what that's all about. Oh, God. And then we and put the house on far, the market and went straight 
to our two week vacation. Like we literally were like, okay, now you've got two weeks to show it without us here. But the thing was, it's like, holy crap. Like, you know, that was way more stress. Like, I mean, we knew it would be stressful, but it was like 800 times more stressful than we thought it would be. But then like, dude, our trip. So we drove uh, from kind of, you know, McKinney to Memphis, Memphis to Huntsville, dropped Liam off at space camp while Liam was at space camp for a week. We went to Chattanooga. So it was a girl's trip plus Brian. (laughs) <laughs> we drive back to Huntsville, pick up Liam. We then drive back through Chattanooga to Blue Ridge, Georgia. We hang out in Blue Ridge, Georgia for a week when we do the whitewater rafting, do the hiking. I got to go mountain biking with some of the guys from Blue Mountain Bikes there in Blue Ridge. And then when we left, buddy, it was 6.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, and we got home at 10.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. So 16 hours just hammering across, ha- across a third of the country. Right, like, but in that we got to stop at the barber uh, museum and see all those cool vintage bikes. Got to post yeah. some neat pictures and stuff. And Liam, Liam almost hung out with me for an entire hour, like staring at old motorcycles. Yeah. So I think that's, that's about a win right there, right? That's a huge <laughs> win. Nice. How did how was space camp? That's the thing I wanted to, when I was a kid. That was just starting. And I wanted to do it so bad, and I just never could. It never worked out. He, he, it sounds like he loved it, man. Well, what's funny is I did Space Camp. So I oh. think Space Camp started in like 1982. Yeah. <clears throat> and my parents sent me, so I must have been around 10, right? So we'll call, I was 79, so we'll call that like 89, 90, probably when I did it. Um, and my parents were like, Liam's the right age for the 9 to 10, which is Space Camp. We're sending him, and they just paid for it. And I was like, okay, we'll get him there. Um, and so we did and it's, yeah, it's like, I loved it when I was a kid, but man, God, looking back at those pictures, like I was this chubby, chubby little kid. I got my nerdy little glasses and stuff and I'm hanging out with my nerdy little friends, like kids, all the pictures of the kids. Now I didn't see like super nerdy kids. I mean, there were nerdy kids, but there was like me and my buddies from space camp. We were the nerds and Liam and his buddies did not look like that. (laughs) That's awesome. First of all, Dave Freeman, thank you for the super chat. We are getting oh, that's closer awesome. To, yeah, look at that. Yeah, we're getting closer to being able to get this thing made. So um, that's awesome. <laughs> I don't know, Bruce. I just said penis on YouTube. Yeah. If you heard it, we're allowed to say it. <laughs> yeah, you can say penis. You can't say other things. Well, you, never mind. I'm not going down <laughs> that rabbit hole. But the uh, you just where where the penis is is what you can't talk about. Um, <laughs> and Todd Montgomery. Yep, I'm out. keep warning people how not to get hurt natural human reduction will be affected it's okay the people will continue to get hurt (laughs) i still support people trying to get hurt 100 percent. well it says then they'll die by hitting a tree on the trail or they'll die by a guy with a chainsaw riding over a tree hitting them on the trail yes boom i'm so proud i jumped a big log with the chainsaw and did not cut anybody a few weeks ago, I felt. Hey, you didn't felt, film it like you did last year. It didn't I did happen, film it. Okay? No, I filmed it, and it's just. But but no one was standing really close to the log, with a with a camera on the downhill side. The exact side wrong spot where it might go south. No one did that. So, <coughs> um, and uh, Dustin Dillon says, "Hey, Woody, do you ever make it up to Oklahoma to ride?" I do. I wouldn't say that that, and for not because I don't like Oklahoma. It's just one of those things where I wouldn't say that that's like a, a spot that I think about going. Uh, I do know that there are a couple of places. I've been to some of the rides with the Talamina guys. And then uh, Davis, Oklahoma, I know that they've had a ha- handful of Toro back in the day, TCCRA. 
stuff like that. And then Zinc National Enduro. So it's more about events, I guess. But if there's like a good spot for some single track, that's not horribly bad distance because the Barnwell is about two hours and 15 minutes from me in Gilmer, Texas. And that's probably the furthest I'll go for like a one day ride um, kind of a thing. But if, yeah, if you've got, well, unless got it's a spot Colorado for the death march. Well, that was three days, you know, <laughs> drive 15 hours, ride a hundred, 120 miles. Cause right. that's all the Sherco made yeah. and then, and then drive 15 hours back. You know, that was over a three but day. It was one day of riding. <laughs> yeah. It was a long, even though I only did 120 miles, that was still a long ass day of riding. That's the thing is I think about like, what a bitch, my bike broke. I'm such a piece of whatever. And then I'm like, you rode 120 miles in Colorado and you drove 15 hours the day before, yeah. you know, it's like, that's still a shit ton on the mind and the bike and the body, regardless of the power switch going out. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a big, that's a big day. I mean, people, people drive that far and spend a week to do 120 miles up there. Right. Like, so yeah. I mean, they just break it up into little chunks, like little bite sized chunks of mileage instead of all in one, one stupid day. Speaking of which, yeah. that is coming again, everybody. Second weekend Ooh. in September. It's every year. Second weekend in September to celebrate my birthday. I will be 48 this year. So, um, well, here's what I'm going to do. I, yeah. is, if, if we sell our house and we move into a smaller house, I'm going to, I want to get with the guy that was on your show that rents the bikes now in yeah. Montrose. Yeah, yeah. I want to, I want to rent a bike from him. I'm going to fly in, ride with you. He gets the bike ready, right? Whatever that is, I'll just fly with my gear. Ride with you. He gets the bike to you. I go do the death march, and then we turn around. And you bring me home. I fly home. If you're okay with that, I'm just I'm, putting it out there that last year worked. I don't ever want to do that again unless yeah. I'm on my last leg or I don't have a job anymore and I can make a fun trip out of it. And then I don't mind driving up there for the death march. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, yeah, no, that would be perfect. And those, uh, and if you guys watching saw that short raw video of uh me and chris kinberg who's here watching um uh ripping on forest fence chris came up and rented a bike for a day and was just blown away great bike thing was good here delivered he even delivered it to the trailhead because it was close uh so it was really rad um nice the uh let's see talamina or scipio have you been to either of those uh, you said talamina oh shit I totally forgot. So um, I actually overalled the Cross Timbers race as an A-rider, like 3013, 2014. I might have that trophy up somewhere. Nice. Nope. Um, but yeah, so I always, nowadays, that's not, I'm not that fast as an A-rider. I'm in the 40A class, and I've uh, gotten like third or fourth the past couple of years. I meant to go this year, but it was in the middle of two other events that I wanted to go to. I do love going to the Cross Timbers race. I totally forgot about that. Um <laughs> But it just happened to be like right in the middle of two other events that I wanted to go to. And it was kind of like, where do I want to put my time, effort, and money? And so I just didn't go this year. Right. Uh, Jameson Nygaard, this would be a good question for both of us. Thoughts on Erzberg this year? Woody, did you have you watched the recap? Dude, you? I have not had a chance at all to even pay attention. So that's all on you. And then I'll just respond to your response. Yeah, so uh, it was, <clears throat> again... You know, they, they just keep making these events harder and harder and harder. <laughs> and uh, it was impressive um, watching. Honestly, 
it was good for me because I'm going to this hard enduro next week. It's a big deal for me. Like I've just never done that kind of racing. It's really not my jam. Um, I mean, I like hard stuff, but anyway, so watching those guys doing the side hill stuff, like when one of my favorite moments is when Manny passed bolt the, for the last time and he eventually gapped him and won. Um, they're on this redonkulous side hill, right? I mean, it's stupid. And I mean, it doesn't look like you could walk up it, at least not easily. And they're on this thing and Bolt like is trying to like get around this tree and come back down. And it's, and he's off the bike. He's sliding the back tire. I mean, this is one of the best in the world, right? And he can't get the thing. And Manny makes a better move, but not all that clean. Like, not perfect, not Graham Jarvisy looking like thing, and passes him. And it was like, it made me feel good because watching those guys, I love it when here on the YouTubes, everybody uh, yells at my kids, like, tell that kid to stand up. Tell that kid to stand up. Tell that kid to stand up. And I'm like, first of all, I've told him to stand up a thousand times. He knows to stand up, right? He's working on it. But then when you watch these guys, right, these pros, best in the world they're paddling like crazy when it gets really hard and so i'm like that's just their level of hard is obviously much higher than my kid's level of hard and my level of hard and so when my kid puts his feet down it's not a big deal right <laughs> he's not right. putting his feet down going around a flat turn he's putting his feet down when the rocks get nasty and he's just trying to get the bike up it right and he's learning um and so it's cool to watch those guys, I mean, I've seen it before, like, dude, they're struggling too, right? And paddling, feet off, off the bike, trying to pivot. They're like, they're not doing perfect, beautiful pivot turns every switch back. I mean, they're like, hurt, 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 and like just trying to get the thing around and then drive up. And so, well, that's where cool. technique, that's where technique and skill work comes in versus just riding, right? right. Like, because we practice it as perfect as we can get it. Right. Like, but we do that in an environment that allows us to just focus on the technique needed. Right. So you're like, okay, I'm going to go ride this section. And my goal is to stand up the entire time. But what you're going to feel in that is you're going to feel where you want to sit down. And what you're going to learn in that is like, you're going to learn one, I don't need to sit down. I want to sit down. Right. right. And if you go, watch some of the things where they're following josh toth with the follow cam and stuff like that like he stands up in places that a ton of other people wouldn't but that's okay you go then watch Stuart baylor in a section the same section he's going to be standing up slamming his body into the front into the turn but then he's going to be standing right back up and it's like everybody has a different technique but the thing is is they've practiced their like how to find their technique over years and years and years and that's what it takes. That's why people get trials bikes and go do all this kinds of stuff. Because when it comes to the moment, like you're hoping that the technique work that you've done is what you fall back on. You can only fall back on what you're as good as when you actually practice it, right? right. And so we just have to do that work. And it sucks, but sometimes that's how you get better is taking a couple steps back, practicing the technique work. And then when you're starting to go faster and starting to be out of breath and all that kinds of stuff, you just fall back a little bit less to bad habits. Right. Absolutely. And I do have to mention everybody saying way to go Jarvis. Graham is obviously a, a, a crazy machine coming from the second row to sixth place at 48 years old. 
That sounds ridiculous. I wanted him to win it because <laughs> I because that would put him at you know above everybody else in total number of wins, which would be cool. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I the guy is I don't know. I don't understand how a guy can be. I mean, I do understand because as I'm approaching 48, I'm actually getting better at writing. I, I don't know how I could possibly compete against 22 year olds like that, but um he's doing it man it's dude. it's so cool that's why i paid and did his little class when he came this last time because i was yeah. like again it's it's taking that step back and kind of getting out of your own way releasing the ego a little bit and being like this guy's obviously way better than me and he's gonna have a process that's gonna help me learn and it was so fun and the guy goes all day yeah. like there are some people that just want to sit there and watch they pay their 300 bucks or 200 bucks whatever it is for the amount of time that it is and they just sit there they don't try anything they just watch and then there's guys like me that go until they break their throttle housing because they tried something stupid. And even then, when I have to go back, they go out for another two hours. You know, yeah. what I mean? it, it, and, and he'll go as long as anybody in that class wants to go ride and goof off and play around. It, it's If you haven't had a chance to do one of his clinics, one, go watch one of my videos on it. But two, sign up <laughs> whenever he comes. It's totally worth it. Yeah, we got to get him out to Colorado. There was a talk of him coming out to near Crested Butte, but I don't think it ever, ever happened. Um, he'll, he'll do it if you help him right like that's the yeah. biggest thing is like he just has like little marketing people right, right. like like i know when he comes to texas he kind of has somebody that he, he either pays or the husky pays that get bikes ready for him you know and then he's kind of got people that that market the that help organize the event but he's the one who gets paid right so they get a chance to just like hang out with graham jarvis and do the class for free but so you know, maybe that could be you. You know, what I mean? I'm not. I don't know if that's something you want to put oh, the yeah. time and effort into. But yeah, no, I'm working. I'm working with Max Gerson. We're trying to get Max to come out and do the same kind of thing at our property because we have room for it. Um, and uh, Graham, because Graham was in talks with a buddy of mine who owns a whole bunch of land outside of Crested Butte, and it just didn't have like you know whatever timing. Yeah. And it just didn't happen. But um, it would be super cool to make it happen. Um, let's see real fast. Jess Lycia, did you meet Woody at Supercross? He said, he, well, they finally met Woody at Supercross. Um, there you go. <laughs> it was probably way underwhelming. And I apologize for the <laughs> fact that you were like, oh, God, I'd rather see him on camera. Let's, yeah. uh, let's keep him, let's keep him on the other side of the view screen. Yeah. And Wes Dietz, ooh, he says, I want to ride in Nepal with him. Is he doing a, a clinic in Nepal? That would be... Dude, he's got... So the Jarvis Signature Tours. If you're someone that is a little bit well off and wants to go do some cool shit, his, um, the guy, Gary Donahue and Eddie Marks, uh, that, that bring Jarvis to the North Texas area most of the time, they go do his signature tours in like Spain and shit. You stay at his house in Spain. They have all the bikes right there in his yard. And you just... Yeah ride right out of his house like dude yeah that would be yeah i wish i wish i had <laughs> that kind of cash the um uh yeah oh bruce kennedy yeah shane watts is coming there for the weekend to teach, <laughs> which is, dude yeah. what's he back is he still in the states or is he in the states just for this uh i think he's still in the states bruce uh, bruce knows him because uh, bruce has got some land and uh he's had him up there before i'm pretty sure cool. he's still living here i think i don't know and Brady, yeah, Man, he yeah. was in CB a, uh, a few years ago, and then it was it was after that that Todd was trying to get him to come to his place in Floresa. Um, yeah, Wes Dietz, uh, we need to, what we need to do, Wes, is figure out how to raise them. We should start a GoFundMe, poor, poor, pitiful us, to send us to Spain, <laughs> Spain to 
ride with Graham. Oh God, I hate whatever. I hate when people do GoFundMe's for their own like, just like playtime. <laughs> it's like that's ridiculous. Um, I saw I saw what Chris was saying about um, uh, Paul Torres on the yeah. Torre. Like, dude, so yeah. he was out there on his 700? On his 700, I gotta go find dude. some of that footage, yeah. It's epic. Like, he, he started, Chris Kinberg, uh, remind me what line he was on. He was on, like, line two or three. So he did really well in uh, the prologue. Um, and then he's on that 700. They show him just raging up the first things, and it's so cool. Because, like, you know that bike is just throwing a roost just pelting people behind him, just yeah. just faces full of rock. And, oh, dude, it was nuts. So cool. Oh um, yeah. West eats us what credit cards are for. I like it. <laughs> uh, and Bruce uh, says Shane flies in and uses and uses Bruce's bikes. Uh, so, yeah, I think, I think he's, I think he's just living here. Um, <laughs> Robert Boucher, I need to go fund me just to buy shocks. <laughs> um, it's uh, yeah, Don T. It's almost like a YouTube channel. Exactly. The goal is though with the YouTube channels to possibly provide some sort of benefit <laughs> to everybody else here. If nothing else, uh, you can laugh at Woody and I doing ridiculous things. Which it could be a few laughs for sure. When is that going to happen again, Woody? When are you coming up Man, to Colorado? I, I don't know. That's yeah, I've been trying to figure that out. So actually, uh, my buddy Cody Russell and some of his friends and some of the guys that when when we get a chance to all go out, they're coming like that last week of July into that first part of August to um, to uh, wow to Taylor Park. And um, I'm trying to figure out if I can get up there to go ride with them. My problem is, is I just don't think I can do a full week like they're planning to do. Like I just took two weeks with work and everything like that. Like. But again, like with this concept of maybe flying into Montrose, getting a bike from uh, your buddy there, renting a bike from him, and then driving over and doing that somehow. Again, I'm trying to just like, I want to make it work. I don't want to keep just relying on the fact that it's like, oh, well, you know, I don't want to, I want to live my life. Let's put it that way. And right. I'm tired of feeling like I need to wait for this or wait for that. And sometimes I'm just trying to pull the trigger and say, you know what? I got to figure out how to make it work. And that's part, again, that's part of why we're moving. And so we can, you know, spend a little bit less on all the things within life, but that way we can do, spend less on a house, but then that way we can go do more of the things that we want to do, which is actually live our life. Right. Well, and you do have a friend with a few extra motorcycles, so you wouldn't always have to rent a bike. I've got, <clears throat> I've got extra motorcycles waiting for you specifically Ooh. for Woody. I got one that, of the, that, that Yamaha 125 right there. You're like, for yeah. the death march, bitch. Yeah, that's it. You right will there. die. <laughs> no, the uh, I've even got the chainsaw mounted up. You can try to cut me. I could run around. Like, I could run around. You chase me trying to chop my arm off. Well, we, we could film some stupid shit with that because we'll just take the chain off the chainsaw, but not tell anybody. Yeah, there you and go. And then it's like, like, I'm just like chasing you around trying to get you back or something. Yeah, I like it. And and I have an extra van too. Yeah, that's right, Brady. I have an extra van. So, yeah. When did an extra van come into play? Oh, I've had one ever since I got the red van. I kept my old van. So, oh yeah. And you you've got that barn that I could stay in like Dude, I got and well, actually I've got a camper. I could sleep in your van in the barn. Oh yeah. wait, I could sleep in the camper hooked up to the van in the barn. Yeah, we could put <laughs> Everything is 
Well, the camper, because the camper is right next to the barn and it has power to it all the time. So, um, yeah. Garrett Anderson, no, the Death March is not four strokes. This year. I'm not doing the 650. I don't know. Maybe I will do the 650 this year. We'll see. Jared Sahagan, what's happening? John Capto, real fast. Robert Boucher, what is up? Um, the uh, footage of the 10 or so. Dude, yeah, the, you got to watch the 700. It's ridiculous. Zach Farcash, what's going down? We'll see you this weekend. Um, oh, and someone said, yeah, a three-day ride for $1,200 with Graham. That's actually, if that includes bike, that's super cheap because, like, the Gnarly Roots guys is, like, four or five grand for, I, well, that might include, like, places to stay. I don't know. Um, yeah, the Gnarly Roots stuff is, like, all-inclusive. I mean, you can literally fly in and bring, a, I think you can literally bring, uh, I don't even know if you need to bring all your gear. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I I think that they can even supply some gear if needed kind of a thing with the gnarly roots. Um, yeah. And it is a, I, I wouldn't say it's full on bougie, but I know that it, it does um, cater to a higher end crowd. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but, you know, they've got bikes, they've got them set up. Like, you literally just have to show up with some of your boots, helmet, and probably some protective bits. And you're like, let's go ride some dirt bikes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see, Bruce Kennedy, I need to make some bunks for the barn. Bruce. The barn and my zone is just for very close friends. Because <laughs> the last thing I need, I was actually just watching a podcast with some famous people. Uh, and they got, like, they had a guy just show up at their house, like, wanting to take a, And, like, I'm not anywhere near that kind of level of fame, but that is not what I want. I did already have a guy follow me into my driveway. I mean, I do drive a big red van, right? I mean, I get it except that there are lines that you should not cross. And as I pulled into my driveway and into my barn, this guy followed me in and was like, so uh, I kind of live up here and I got a bike with, I'm like, dude, this is my house. Like, and I yeah. told him, I was like, just, I mean, you can come talk to me at the shop about your kid's bike. I'd be happy to do that. But like, please, yeah. Please don't drive on a Sunday afternoon in behind me into my house. I was not. Yeah, I was not. That's a little, that's a little weird. There, yeah, there, a I little would agree weird. with you. There are some lines and typically the line would be the fence, the property line. Yeah. The property <laughs> line. <laughs> that would be it right there. Uh, Tony Borian, when I get the W, uh, they're saying this month. So two weeks left. <laughs> um, so I'm hoping, hoping, hoping that uh, I it, it's probably, you know, what's probably going to happen is I'm going to be in Idaho and the stupid thing's going to show up and I won't be able to pick it up until I get back, but that's okay. Um, the, uh, I, uh, yeah. So, um, but well, that's, yeah. dude, with what the 300 videos have done for your channel, like over the past year, I can only imagine, I mean, you're at what, 22 right now, 22 K. Yeah. Like that's pro I mean, like to be completely honest, that's probably going to be like, you know, bring it like another year of that. Yeah. And you'll be past 50. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, because if we just kind of oh, yeah. take that exponential growth and kind of like continue it. Um, yeah. And it's super, that'll good. be cool to see, dude. I'm, I'm stoked on it. And it makes it, it, it honestly, the, the funniest part is like, for me, the best part is I get to buy a new bike. <laughs> I'm like, I get to, I get to tell my wife, yeah, I'm getting another bike. And she's like, okay. <laughs> Cause before all this, I'm like, I think I'm gonna get a new bike. She's like, what are you talking about? You can't get a new bike. I'm like, now it's like, oh, it's for content. She's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it 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 buys itself. 
it, it, yeah. per no, se. No, it does. Right? It and so that's does. what's cool is like being in that position where you can um, be able to purchase the things that really, well, one, you get to enjoy the fruits of your labor, but two, it's just more information to help other people that are in the situations you know they're going to be in because you're literally in it on it every day. So. Right. And that's the goal, right? Is like My whole goal with all the videos of the 300 is to show it for what it actually is. And mine has been brilliant, right? And most people's have been brilliant. Um, and I'm excited about the W because I think it's going to be even better. Like my XC is awesome, but it is very much a racy, like high zoot bike, right? It's not everybody's motorcycle. And that's why, you know, the jokes about Slavens and, you know, whatever else is too fast. is oh my God, like it's a handful, right? It is a handful of a motorcycle. Um, but the, uh, it's, I think the W is going to be freaking awesome because they're claiming like eight less horsepower, which means they probably put a different dome in the head. It's probably lower compression mm. motor, uh, maybe different porting. We'll take, well, by the way, we'll find out all that stuff for you guys. Um, but it should hopefully get better gas mileage, which would be super cool. Um, also hopefully going to have, I don't think they've fixed the tank pickup thing yet, but I'm hoping that's coming soon with a dual pickup on both sides and all that to fix that whole situation. Um, but you know, it's going to have a PDS, which I like. I'm a KTM guy. Everybody's talking about you know, Huskies. I, between the two, I like the KTM because I like having the option for a PDS and a linkage. Um, so I'm excited about a PDS of that chassis because I love my PDS on my other bike for the rocks and the logs and the, all that stuff. I just don't get hung up as much um, when I run a uh, PDS bike. Uh, the suspension is going to be squishier. They're putting the good forks in both bikes now. They ditch the Explorers, ditch the Airs, and going closed chamber on both bikes. That was brilliant. I don't know why they didn't yeah. do that before. Because That'll it save them a lot of money, too. They don't have to yeah. make a bunch of extra crap and have extra parts and things like that. And Brady, why have, how mean? much of this, how much of all this trickle down is going into the Huskies and gas gases, right? Because do we, we're not going to see like a SX, XC, XCW, like so three models in the KTMs, but they just have two, right? For like a Husky and a gas gas, or you know what I mean? Like, and well, how much Husky, of this is so becoming those? The Husky still has the SX, XC, and XCW. There's our, you know, FC, uh, FX, and this is a four stroke, but FC, FX, uh, FE, or TC, TX, TE. So, uh, mm -hmm. Gas gas is different, um, and they're behind the, they don't have the TBI until maybe, I guess they're probably going to get it this year. I don't know. Mm, um, that's what I was wondering, yeah. Um, but the the funny thing is that Brady says, why, why get a W? You're just going to hop it up to make an XC. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm not. Um, and I really am giving this thing to Zach my mechanic like so i'm gonna do all the reviews and all that stuff and so the thing is zach uh is going to uh the national guard here soon so like i'm actually gonna get to beat on the thing a while before i have to give it to him but i am gonna give it to him and it's gonna be his and i want to keep it a w because i like my w's w's um and i get what you're saying brady um but the the cool thing i like about this having the platform be so close now the w and the xc uh, is going to be cool because probably with a different cylinder head and a different map in the ECU, you can have all 57 horsepower again, right? Like if you want that horsepower, but the, 
but the wide ratio transmission and all that stuff. And Brady said the Husky got all the same updates, and they did. They're the only thing, and the thing I don't get, ugh, drives me nuts, is why Husky is putting the brake tech crap on their brakes and hydraulics. Yeah, because that used to be when Gas Gas came out, they came out with the brake tech stuff on it, right? Um, yeah, because gas, it was kind of supposed to be their entry level. Like we bought all these things, and now you can, we're starting to truly like create an entire ecosystem that we own, or they have the capabilities of owning. But yeah, so they put all that on the Husky, but the Husky's supposed to be the high end stuff. So is now the brake tech stuff the high end stuff? No, it's not. And I because when when Hus when KTM bought Husqvarna, the name, right? Um, they originally the plan was Husky's going to be the premium line like Lexus for Toyota, you know, and all that. And then KTM, but they switched that. Like they, they decide, I, I don't know what they did, but they switched that. And now the KTMs are getting the Brembos and you know, the, all the high end high zoot stuff. And then the Huskies are getting the other stuff. And, and Brady says, my brake tech works awesome. I think that's probably Brady. Cause you don't ride that bike enough. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. I said it. No, I think the brakes, the brake tech stuff does work uh, just fine in general. But I've have had a lot of people not be happy with it. Also, like just like guys who ride a lot, like me, like put hours and hours and hours on their bike, have not been as happy with the brake tech stuff. I think it works great. It just doesn't hold up. And yes, I suck it. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, and Shane McNabb, where's the Harden Doral race? It's in Kellogg, Idaho, a thousand miles from here. So I got a lot of driving. Um, That's crazy, man. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, but I'm breaking it up. Unfortunate. Zach and Leander are amazing humans and work very hard and well for me. So I'm able to just leave on Wednesday morning and like toodle up there and take my time. Yeah. That's um, the, you don't have to drive 15 hours in one day and race and then drive 15 hours back. Correct. Uh, That's good. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Um, and then Garrett says, earlier he said as he takes his linkage bike to a hardened girl and that's true the only reason i'm taking that bike well two reasons one is it's new and it's awesome <laughs> the other reason uh is that it's the whole youtube channel right we're just seeing what a 300xc can do um you know what it's good at what it's not good at uh and then also my i keep pointing over you guys can't see it but my 300 my other 300 has a chainsaw on it it's all set up for just trail riding and being a workhorse so i don't want to yeah that all down um and well how's the hard enduro training been going it's been good you know honestly uh it's actually been a lot of fun because i'm not like i'm pretty good at light to moderate enduro right like <laughs> like my shirt normally says so i'm pretty good at that like a level hair scrambly stuff and a level enduro stuff like that kind of hard would kind of challenge a lot of people but it's not terrible um but the uh uh the really hard stuff i struggle with and so it's been fun trying to get like purposefully trying to get better at that not just like i come across that and then get through it and then get to the next part of the trail like i've been going out like last night i went out to some private land on the side of a mountain and just tried to go up it, right? And just try to find my way up. And I did. It's cool. And I went down this creek and was like following elk tracks. I'm slipping and sliding and crashing and having to pick the bike up and do the whole side hilly thing and like right. and go easy. 
And uh, <laughs> Brady, I'm not good at trail riding. I've seen it live and in person. You're right. I'm actually just not good at riding dirt bikes. I just have more fun doing it than most people. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the deal. But uh, so it's been fun. And then hopping logs, I've been really working on that, like trying to um, bike, get better, like not just get over the log, right? Get over it yeah. in style. And uh, so it's been fun. Like last night was fun, man. I was out just by myself out in the woods, crashing, doing some stuff right. Do, you know, like um, it's been fun. And then I have to eat my words. I got to say it. Um, I have to eat my words about the gummy tire thing. Like, well, not all my words. I still believe that the, a really good rider can ride any tire anywhere better than me. Right. Um, a hundred percent, like, because they're just better riders. But I, now that I've been out in the wild, trying to do the stuff in the wet and all that stuff and riding on that JX eight IRC, Dude, there is no comparison. That thing hooks yeah. up in places that no tire hooks up. And I'm sure I can't imagine what the prospect tires are. Like those guys, the pros are those have got to be like like you probably stick them to a wall, just like stick right. Them and they just stay. well, I think the problem the problem and why I've always been someone that's that's like I'm not anti gummy tire, but what I am is anti crutch. And that's where I feel a lot of people will be like, well, I've got a gummy tire. I've done this. I've, I've, you know, this, this, this and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't actually take the time to go work on the technique. And if right. you don't ever work on the technique and you just, you know, take all these crutches and pile them up, like you're not actually getting better. You're just trying to like put, you know, was it shine a turd or whatever? Yeah. Um, it, and so that's the biggest thing that I kind of like where I come from when it comes to gummy tires, like there's a time and a place and it's a way to help move you forward for sure but if you don't again kind of take some of those steps back and work on what it takes to actually be able to do the movements and do the movements properly i mean at that point you're just spending money right absolutely and that's that is where i land with recluse clutches like i feel like it's a crutch for i i think it's a cool tool for a lot of things but i hate watching someone put it on before they've learned how to use a clutch Correct. Right. I think it's um, same thing. Like I've been riding on non gummy tires. I mean, I've, I've only owned one other gummy tire and it, you know, came apart so fast. Cause all I did was spin the tire <laughs> like, like an idiot. Uh, but uh, um, the, uh, I, with that now that I'm getting better, right. I'm getting better at the, the obstacles, having that thing on there. Like, it's so cool to like go hit a log and like, have it like before I would have like burnt and like double blipped, hit the log and it would spin and I would get over the log and be fine. Now with that stupid tire, I go and I hit the log and it just drives up. Like, and it's not my yep. body position hasn't changed. Like it just sticks to everything. And it's just, it's awesome. The, uh, and Sandy Smith East art is a crutch, a crutch that I'm willing to take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay all right i'll back up a little bit on that one i'll take it i'll take it i'm using a yeah. crutch i'm using a oh crutch. i i dude i'm all for some crutches i i am the most situational uh hypocritical human on earth <laughs> like like i fully own that like i love it, what's my... tough though it's like i don't like i don't disagree but at the same time when the manufacturer 
manufacturers now remove all abilities to have Kickstarters, it's no longer a like you know what I mean. Right. Like, okay, this is now the tool that I'm given. Right. Like I don't have a choice anymore. Like if all bikes just had automatic gearing, right? Like the old Husky 360 or whatever it was. It's like, yeah, I don't like that, but it's the tool I have. And right. so I don't have to shift anymore. So it's just like, it, it is yeah. what it is at that point, right? And I saw something in there about uh, gummy tires and hair scrambles being dumb. One of the things I do like is again, at, with experience, you start to learn how to leverage the tools for the things that they've been made to be used for. And so things like the um, IRC was the VESS, the VE33S, yeah, yeah, right? Like their gummy version of that. And then a, uh, the Apex version of the um, 4CT. Uh, V-Moto, yeah. It's like when you know you're going to be in a situation that's going to have slimy rocks or it might be a little bit muddy or it's going to be like that's when it's the right tool for the right job. Right. You know what I mean? Like if it's a super dusty, nasty race and you're putting a gummy tire on, it's like, what does that give you? It doesn't give you anything except potentially spending more money for reasons that you don't need it for. Right. Um, and so like, I, you know, I, I kind of like, you know, right tool for the right job kind of a thing with it comes when it comes to some of this. Right. And Garrett is next year, all hard enduros. No, um, I, I, uh, we'll see, like, we'll see how this goes. Like, I think everybody thinks that, um, like I'm getting hooked on hardened arrows. I think actually what's going to happen is this is going to prove my point that I don't want to race hard. <laughs> oh, I already know what you're going to say. You're going to come back and be like, there's no point in doing that ever again. Cause there's too much money and not enough time riding. Cause there's too many bottlenecks and everybody literally has to sit and wait until it's their turn because you're not good enough to make your own line. And even right. though they do sometimes try to make wider areas so that there's multiple lines, that's really for the pros so that they can get around the bottleneck because they're the only ones capable enough to hit some of the lines. And I get it. Um, I just, that's why I don't race hard enduros anymore. It's like once everybody tried to make it as hard as they could and make it as one line as possible or even open it up to, it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to pay this much money to sit on my dirt bike and not get any riding in. Yeah, I, absolutely. Like that's, yeah. I mean, I already know. Yeah, I I feel the exact same way. I know, and that's why I don't race motocross. I mean, well, I don't. I suck at it too. But and we don't have any tracks. But around here, I can't. I don't have a place to go get good at motocross. But when I did, I raced one motocross race in my life. All we did was sit around, right? Like I had one. You know, I raced one class. It was a long, long time ago, early in my motorcycling career. Uh, so I raced one class. I sat around all day. I raced for 15 minutes and that was it. Like, I don't, I don't do that. Like I'd rather pay my yeah. money to Shady Burrow, right. Or San Isabel race all day, actually be moving all day on the bike, uh, and feel like I got my money's worth. And so, um, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> um, quick question. Well, I got to, I got to jump really quick, but, okay. um, just in case, obviously as always, thank you again for the time. Thank you for the fun. I'm glad we got a chance to have the Morgan and Woody, Woody show and kind of catch up and chat. Um, I did put out, so the seat time channel as it exists now is the second of two seat time channels. And if you're interested to understand why that's the case, I actually put out a video about a viral video ruining the original seat time channel. So if that sounds like something you're kind of like, huh, YouTube can be a bitch. Yes. And I think it's, uh, it's, I've had some interesting comments and stuff like that. So it's been a fun journey to kind of like dive back into that. Oh, and. And guys, 
Stick around because we're going to keep going. Look at that. Yeah. So that is, and I got this October 2020 for the original Seat Time channel. And again, why I don't really think it's worth having is talk about and all of that stuff. So thank it's you, Morgan. Video, thank you, everybody. I like that video. Oh, and it's. Thank you. I think people need to definitely check that out because it's it's super interesting. I love it. Well, guys, thank you again. Morgan, keep doing what you're doing. Really loving the videos. Yeah. Crooked thumb up for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it does need to be a t-shirt. Oh, it's coming. I have the PNG now, so it's it, it's very, very soon. <laughs> Later, man. Take it easy. Peace. All right, guys. So um, let's see here. First of all, Matt, Andreas, Trail Nerds, Thermostat Delete, Oversized Impeller, and fan any idea why my bike would start heating all of a sudden i'm working at hard in the nasty but it's all started to slowly spew out the overflow huh um matt so i did talk to a uh customer or not a customer a, a parts provider the extreme parts guy and they are actually making a second fan kit because i guess a lot of guys who um her riding the really really hard stuff like you uh the one fan is not enough to keep it cool so it might just be that um it it could just be that uh matt um could just be that you need more uh you know more fan on the thing the other thing is the impeller moving coolant faster is not always a good plan um and some of you guys can uh jump in on comments i think a lot of you guys know um more about that than I do, but like moving coolant too quickly through the radiators is actually not always a good deal because it doesn't give it time to cool, right? Like as the fans pull in the air, because radiators radiate heat away from the coolant. Uh, and if it's going through there too fast, um, it'll come out. And yes, Garrett, one for each radiator. Uh, Shane McNabb, that is a uh, Yamaha DT125. Uh, I forget what year I just got dropped off yesterday and I'm not sure what we're doing to it, but it's awesome. It is super sweet. Oh, and by the way, Brady, yes. If you had your, if you had my enthusiasm, you'd be a factory pro. Um, except for maybe not because your knees would be in lots of little pieces by now. Um, <laughs> the, uh, uh, but maybe, and I don't care that I'm not that good. I seriously have more fun than most people. Um, Dante, does the Brimbo stuff switch right over to the Husky clutch and all? Yes. It'll all just swap right on. And John Capto, yeah, it's 75, 76, somewhere in there. Because um, we had a 78 in here. It was blue, uh, which I think it was originally blue. So I think this is earlier, maybe. I'm not sure. I, I guess I could go find out. I don't know. Stay tuned on the channel. The next, one of the schlogs, that thing's going to be on there. Um, let me make sure I didn't miss any, um, the, uh, right on Matthew Coolidge. Thanks for showing up and Garrett. Yes, I did choose the most expensive thing to do, but it's also going to be awesome. Uh, and Mike Barnato, you probably are going to be the only Kickstarter. And like I was trying to film last night, um, and I'm going to check my camera. I don't think I, I don't know, something fouled up and I don't think I got it. But I had some moments showing exactly why, exactly why I would not want a recluse for hard enduro because 
uh, and again, I'm not bashing on recluses right now. I mean, I will later some other time, but I'm, and actually that's not true because the company is amazing. I love those guys. Um, but like I was trying to get up this untracked, unmarked side hill with all this foliage and crazy and like I got uh, or, 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 and I got the bike to almost pivot around and I was able to just go uh, and dump the clutch, have the thing stall and stay there because with without a recluse, dude, I mean, I mean, or excuse me, with the recluse, that thing would have just straight down because the front brake and I couldn't, if I had had a left hand rear brake, I couldn't have gotten to it because it was like, you know, away from me. So... Uh, in that situation, and it's one of the only ones that it doesn't, you know, that it fouls things up. But it does foul things up. You, can't, I only could get to the front brake, and it was fortunately able to stop, and then the kind of walk around the side of it and get onto it. So, um, uh, thank you, Scott Phillips. Uh, the last ride video was a lot of fun to shoot too. Um, I'm gonna put one of the XCF later. Yeah. The, oh, and and the other thing is on four strokes, recluses make way more sense. Um, uh, Ethan List. My understanding is that Brimbo owns and makes brake tech. I don't know. They might. I Maybe someone else could answer that. I don't know for sure. Uh, let's see. What temp do you set your fan to? Uh, three, uh, 200 degrees, Nate. Um, yeah, aftermarket impellers are for motocross starts. Yeah, so um, the... Let's see. So, yeah, Matt, that you might need another fan. The other thing is that impeller, if it's moving coolant faster, that might be a problem. Uh, especially when you're just sitting there and the fan is just is the only thing pulling air through the radiator. Having two fans would be good, obviously, because you're going to radiate better from both radiators. But then also slowing that coolant down so that it doesn't just blast through there and stay hot might help too. Uh, what other questions? We'll run this thing to 8.30. we got seven minutes left. Um, quick thank you to Woody, uh, Brian, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate your friendship and you always being here. It's awesome. Um, uh, we have a ton of fun. I hope you guys enjoy that. Uh, if you're watching later, I hope you enjoyed it. If you're watching now and you haven't yet, make sure you back out of the chat, hit the thumbs up and then come back in. Uh, also massive thanks to the super chats who are, going to help me get a part made so we can blow out four, um, uh, four stroke pipes. That'd be cool. Uh, I got my mule brake tech set up with the <laughs> best brakes ever. Right, on, right on Brady. I'm, <laughs> Oh, Brady matter. You're such a funny, funny individual. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, the brake tech stuff seems to work fine for a while, but what do you have on your bike now? 40 hours, 30 hours, Something like that, maybe 50. Ooh. Uh, oh, by the way, guys, um, you guys will be happy to know this, uh, some of you. Uh, I finally have all the parts to the top end on the new 300. I'm not going to do it before the race. I probably should, um, but um, I don't, uh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think I'm going to have time. Maybe I will, maybe I won't, but I'm going to, uh, I finally have. The, ga the gaskets were the hard part. The pistons are the same pistons from old, so that was easy enough to get. The gaskets were hard to get because they have different base gasket, different inner O-ring, and different um, power valve covers. And Anyway, 
lots of different gaskets. So, um, the, uh, isn't that bike smoking? What are you talking about, Garrett? Um, and, uh, does kickstart have anything for jet Roger heard? No way. Uh, jet Lawrence, a quick side note on, um, uh, motocross. I think jet Lawrence, unless he has a huge mistake or a bike breaks, he's going to have a perfect season. There's no one, um, no one's even close to that guy in skill right now. Uh, Zombies Compound, what's a good knee brace for old farts? I personally really like the Mobius. Uh, oh, Garrett, you're talking about his uh, um, his bike. His smoke, yeah. So Brady Metter, while his brake tech brakes might be working just fine, uh, his 40-hour... Uh, 501 is smoking like a freight train and burning lots of oil. So um, that's why I put my little uh, video of my bike smoking. Too. Uh, and Nate, um, uh, Nathan, yes, I think Brady and I are going to have a Zoom call. They're walking through his top end. Oh, it's awesome. Uh, best coolant for Hardenduro. Uh, so on a two-stroke, I like um, Evans. Um, four strokes really aren't good for hardened drill, so I wouldn't use those, but, uh, I like Evans. Uh, Ooh, new piston 50, 57 hours. Of course your brakes still work 57 hours. And how old is the thing? Is it two years old yet? Um, yeah. How is it a 21 or 22 Brady? Uh, boots. I noticed your new boots soles. Uh, I wear Fox instinct off road because they fit and feel great out of the box. Almost no break in time. Plus they have good. Tread not a slick soul. Shane Smith. Um, the uh, that's awesome. Um, the the <laughs> oh, better. I'm so glad to have you back, Brady, on the show. Um, Sandy. So the boot thing is kind of like the helmet thing. Buy the best you can afford and what fits the best, right? Like, so just because something costs seven hundred dollars or it's three hundred dollars or it's two hundred dollars. Like, just make sure it fits, and this is both helmet and boots, it fits really well, um, that it's as protective as you can afford, and that it um, you can get to the controls and work it all. So, oh, it's a 22, so it's, but it's all, you've had it for over a year, so, Brady, I think you've had it for over a year. Um, Gary Anderson says Fox boots break down fast, and they might, I have never worn uh, Fox boots. But I can say, so here's one thing, um, yes, Tony Boren. Yes. Stevie, get a new bike in August. Yes. <laughs> I'm so stoked. <laughs> so stoked. Oh, that is awesome, Tony. Um, yes. Way to go. Getting a new bike. That's so good. Uh, I'm so happy for you. Oh, so good. I'm glad that my, my comments can help. Um, the, um, but yeah, spend the most money that you can afford. Definitely more on a helmet. Your head's way more important than your feet. Although walking is pretty important too. Um, but yeah, I um, I like, I'm loving the SG22s. And honestly, the way they're making my knee feel, they are feeling right now like they're worth the $730. Because my left knee probably needs to be scoped or I don't know. It needs to be looked at. It's not good. It, it hurts every time I ride and all that stuff. I haven't noticed the pain the last, like, well, since I got those boots. That's pretty impressive. I don't know why the boots did that. It's like holding my foot in a different way. I don't know, but it is awesome. Um, 
and Brady Meadow. Yeah, seven hundred dollars boots are way cheaper than surgery, hundred percent. And these ones are freaking. They're incredible. Like they're they feel light. They're ten pounds or just under ten pounds. I don't know what the SG twelves were. Um, actually, I'm getting my SG twelves back very soon from MX Boot Repair or MX Boot Resole. MX Resoling. I don't know. He's like the only guy that does MX boots on online that I found. Um, anyway, I sent him my boots. He's reselling them. I should have them back next week. Um, so I'll be gone when they come back, but that's okay. So then I'll have two pairs of boots, which would be good um, for, uh, you know, if I'm going to go cutting or whatever, you know, practice boots or whatever, so I can keep my shiny, shiny new ones for the hard stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm, I love those things. And the other thing is they'll, they'll fit my kid uh when he gets when he wears out his other boots so he'll end up eventually the other ones the sg12s will go to my one of my boys um mike schaefer yeah sg12s are they're the way to go and yeah scott phillips that's the thing those garnets are they're italian boots made by italians they're not made in china they're not made in uh taiwan they are rad um yeah trail nerds are you going to silver kings um i'm stoked if you are i will see you there I'm getting there uh, Thursday sometime. I don't know. I'm going to leave here Wednesday morning, late morning probably. I'm taking my camper, so I'm going to drive slowly to get better gas mileage. But I'm going to try to get somewhere up into Idaho or maybe even Montana. But, like, the best way to go is, like, go up into Montana and then back over into Idaho. Um, oh, Sandy Smith Slicker Grip, the MX Soul. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Mine – I try not to. I try not to be walking around in my moto boots too much, um, but they were fine last night. Like I was off the bike quite a bit, pushing the thing up that hill and stuff. So, um, got to you get that knee looked at. Yeah, Scott Phillips. I'm sure my. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Um, the boots are really helping with it, and I put some kinesio tape first time, and I think that's helping too, which is weird. I don't know why that hurt helps, but. I think it does. Um, so yeah, uh, Matt, I will be there. I'll have the trailer there. If you need anything, a shower or whatever, come on by. Um, uh, but yeah, so I should be there Thursday before noon. Um, I've got a spot reserved in the parking lot and uh, I'll be parked there, all set up, ready to rock and roll. Any help with anything that I can. I'll have a lot of KTM parts, uh, Matt, so... Um, if you need anything, come by. I mean, lots and lots of KTM parts in the trailer. So, um, hopefully I'll have everything. Uh, oh, Garrett, Formas have lasted a long time. Right on. I've never worn Formas. I've heard that they're good. I've also heard that they're kind of big and bulky, but whatever. Uh, are there any questions that I missed? We're going to shut this thing down and go get another cup of coffee here in a second. Um... Oh, hello, Dirt. Uh, Jared, uh, public notice, Liat's are clearing out their 5.5 five for 160 to 200. And I have to say something about Liat boots. Liat gave me a set, two sets of, well, a set of boots, and I tore them up, gave me another set of boots, tore them up, gave me another set of boots, and I finally sent them back. Um, the soles, I freaking tore through the soles, um, like so fast i mean it was so fast i tore through like within like two or three rides and that was not on these sharp pegs i'm running right now i mean just normal pegs and so it was just not i don't know 
I love the way they felt. They felt like I was protected, all that good stuff. But I, yeah, I can't deal with that. Um, so, yeah. Oh, and Scott Phillips, yeah, knee strength building. I need to do not, what do you mean non-existent workout <laughs> program? I ride my bicycle a lot and I throw kettlebells around a lot. I just don't post about it. I'm not that guy. <laughs> uh, so I do work out. Um, probably not as much as I should, uh, but I do have two children, a wife, a farm, a business, two businesses, because this YouTube thing is kind of a business. Um, not kind of a business. It's a business. I work my ass off at this uh, to try to produce awesome content for you guys. So, yeah, anyway, I got a lot of things going on. So, um, <laughs> Brady Metter. I actually don't post about everything. My life is just that full. <laughs> oh, man. I love you guys so much. I got a boogie. Um, why are you stoked in 24Ws? Uh, Scott, because I think the W is going to be... I think the W is going to be a, an amazing hard enduro bike and an amazing um, bike for more of the masses. And I think it's going to be... I, I don't know. I love PDS, so... I, a lot of people don't like it. I really like PDS in the Rocky stuff. So, all right, guys, I got a boogie punk rock club. I love you more than I love everyone else on the internet. You literally are my favorite people and Brady, I will do my best to work harder. <laughs> uh, Garrett, I'll talk to you later. I love you guys so much. I hope you get out spread the gospel of two wheels. Um, quick shout out. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for everything I have. Thank you. I thank him for all of you people. Um, yeah, it's the only reason I'm still here, guys. <laughs> I love you so much. Have an awesome day. I hope that what we're doing here is inspiring you guys to work on, but more importantly, get out and ride your dirt bikes! <laughs>